I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. I like to introduce you to members of our church staff and people from our community because I always find them to be a treat and a treasure, just like you, dear listener. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Stunned. Reeling. Betrayed. Oh. Um, disheveled. Oh, gray. Discarded. Oh. Destroyed. Disgusted. These are just a few of the words that are going through my mind right now, Hallie. Do we need to stop and have a word of prayer? Do I need to open up some psalms oh, or read I've, some proverbs to you? I've What's been that? in a constant state of prayer, Hallie, since oh. basically my life fell apart. What? Yeah. And 
well, you know, people should know right now this is uh, this is an episode of Doing Life Together. Because we're doing life together. Right. But Hallie, right now we are doing life together in a way that, well, I'm, I'm kind of doing life on my own right now. And what I mean by that is that my lady friend, Malady, and I hate to say that name because I'm finding out what it really means. What? Well, Hallie, like I said, I got a call from the FBI not too long ago, and I didn't think it was a big deal because I don't trust the FBI anyway. Okay. But then as things unfolded, I found out, and now from my new uh, friend, and I'm sure I'm going to mention him again on the podcast, but... Clemmie's in Benry. No, it's FBI, uh, he's FBI agent PJ Plappinger. Oh. PJ Plappinger, Agent PJ Plappinger called me and said, Gray, thank you for all the information you provided about Malady. Uh, I'm going to let you in on a hard truth, buddy. And I said, what? I mean, what could it possibly be? You know, it must have been a big misunderstanding. And he said, Malady is the pasta master. Oh, what kind of pasta? Like a fettuccine, like a angel hair, like a rigatoni, no, a penne, Hallie, a, a pasta, pasta, a pasta master, a, a pasta master. No, like a reverend, like a like a. Oh, a pastor master. Right. Oh, the pasta master. A pat. What's a pastor master? Well, have you heard of the Tinder swindler? Yeah, one of my daughters watched that on Netflix, and I didn't know what it was. I said, "Is someone stealing kindling?" And she said something else, but I don't know what. Oh, which daughter? Oh, the one who's into true crime. Okay. Mm. Well, the Tinder swindler, and I don't really know much about it because I don't pay attention, but I think it was a guy that was impersonating people and just kept stealing from the ladies that he was dating. Mm. Well, Agent PJ Plappinger called me and said that Malady is the pasta master, which is their code name for a woman that they knew was impersonating a Christian single and dating a lot of different cool single pastors and taking their money and making them buy her lavish items and go on vacation and do all this stuff. And it turns out, Hallie, Malady is a totally made-up name. <gasps> she doesn't go to Biola. And she's disappeared, and I, they think she's gone to Mexico. Is she even a college student at all? No, and that was the thing. I was always a bit confused because she kept saying, I'm getting my master's degree in Christian education at Biola. Well, of course, because that's going to appeal to any man who's in a position of leadership at a church, especially pastors. Here they got a, a young, hot college girl wanting to have have a good have to have some good Christian fun. I know, and that's why I was, I mean, truly, Holly, I was so turned on by that. Well, sure. And yeah, it turns Aww. out it was all just a front so that she could get me to give her nice things like take it to Rainforest Cafe yeah, several how, times. How much do you think you're kind of out? Like how much did she swindle you for? Oh, I mean, I spent so much on Malady Hallie. I mean, this oh, is probably no. the most I've spent on any of my lady friends except for Jen Hatmaker, who was always... Well, I didn't ever really spend a lot of money on Jen Hatmaker, but she made me go and do expensive things. But she covered all of it mostly, right? Well, I don't want to talk about that, Hallie. But I definitely, I was definitely out two trips to Fogo de Chao, one for dinner, one for lunch. We did go to Rainforest Cafe. I did buy tickets to Disneyland, but I 
got them refunded because I said we had COVID. And then I guess I did send her a monogrammed Bible of the message with the name on it. And Aww. that's when I really thought things were going strangely because I asked her how she spelled a name and which I thought, you know, hey, I should really know how to spell your name since we dated mostly over Zoom and stuff. I never really saw it spelled out. And she M-A-L-A-D-Y? gave me two, Well, first she said M A L A D E E. Mm, melody. And then she spelled it with an I sometimes, sometimes with two I's. It was just so <gasps> strange, Hallie. Oh. So I am just distraught. Oh, heartbroken. Despondent. Dehydrated. Oh. It's really been awful. Oh. I haven't I haven't been able to go to the gym for I mean since since Wednesday. I've heard that that you can actually cry so much you can dehydrate your whole entire body from tears. Oh, I didn't cry, but oh. I felt like it at one point. And I think that was also because I hadn't worked out. I got depressed. And so I did go this morning twice. Are you feeling better? I'm feeling awesome now. But I do just want all the other youth pastors out there and all the senior pastors, all the, senior all pastors, the associate any, pastors, all the worship pastors. You've got to be careful. I mean, you've got to be so careful because she is out there and she is lurking and she is going to make you, you know, she's going to empty your pocketbook or, well, or your wallet so or, many or wherever scams you keep your money. Nowadays. And people look at these um, good and upright men who are leaders in the church and they just see money bags. They think, well, you know, they're doing something right. They've been blessed by God. Maybe I could get in on that. Well, and, and Agent um, PJ Plappinger. He said they specifically go after megachurch pastors because right? we, you know, we're taken care of, right. and we're, we're such a successful ministry at Twin Hills that I said, "Well, do they go after Presbyterians? Do they go after Methodists?" No, 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 no. He said they always go after community church, non-denominational, basically anything that doesn't have a centralized sort of church government or polity. They 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 are after that because they know that. No oversight and accountability aren't things that we really care about when it comes to compensation because we treat our employees so well. And we're so stylish. We got preachers with sneakers. We've got the mosaic megachurch pastor, Erwin Raphael McManus? Yes. Raphael McManus, Erwin McManus. He's got a fashion line where you can get a pair of jeans for 10 grand. And oh, that's what I'm wearing right now, Helly. Those are $10,000 jeans. Uh, well, I got these on Godswap, which is a, it, it's an app that you can put your old Christian-based influence, oh. uh, you know, sort of couture clothing on and get great deals. It's kind of like Poshmark, but for, for people in the church. He is so faithful. So, so faithful. He's so good. I mean, so I got these when you see someone with high fashion or just good style in general, it makes you realize that God is cool, that God is current, that God is relevant, that God cares. You know, he clothes the lilies of the field. So, of course, he's going to clothe Erwin Raphael Manuega. Uh, McManus, I think. Mm. Well, Hallie, I don't even care about all the trappings of the, or all the things. I don't even care about her trapping me because she did trap me. Yeah. She basically kidnapped you. I really just feel, I'm just depressed right now, honestly, Aww. because, you know, I really wanted this one to work out <sighs> and we were definitely talking about marriage and I guess I should have known something was up because, you know, she was kind of maybe in cahoots with this this third guy that she always had on our Zoom calls that she said was for accountability. 
but he lived in in Africa somewhere, Kwame, and she would always say, you know, send some Bitcoin or Godcoin to Kwame, and and I would do it, and it was just so strange, and I'm, so I'm just feeling so betrayed right now, and I have to remember that's the kind of thing that happens in this world because you know we are not a part of this world. This is this is not our home, not our home, and no, this is it a is secular, not. sinful place, mm-hmm. and I. I just feel like a fool because after all this time and money and energy, it all comes down to the fact that I've missed almost three days, three days, Hallie, of going to the gym. Oh. And isn't that insane that she would put me in that mental state? And I just had to say, God, this this lady cannot have this kind of power over me. Mm-hmm. After I've spent all this money and everything, she's actually taking a financial toll, but she's really taking a physical toll and a spiritual toll, mm-hmm. which to me are the same. Mm-hmm. You, you honestly, you, I think you're under demonic attack, to be totally honest with you, Gray. To be completely honest, I, I, I can see that the evil one is after you. And if I might offer you a word basket of encouragement. I don't want you to feel like a, a fool just because you got played and then she dumped you and she took you for everything you were worth. And Well, technically, and Hallie, she on. did not dump me. Oh, is I that mean, right? I'm dumping her officially. If she listens to this, I'm dumping her. Oh, She just kind of disappeared. You heard it here first, man. So I don't think of that as being dumped. And I think you're right in the fact that she probably had demonic influence. Because remember, Hallie, one time I did ask her who her favorite Christian singer was. Mm-hmm. And I could hear a bunch of click clacking in the background, a bunch of keys. So oh. she must have been Googling it. And she just said, Rebecca St. James. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, that one's a bit suspect anyway. Well, it's from a while ago. uh, Well, from a while ago. And also, she was kind of trying to be like the Alanis Morissette or something of Christian music. And I always thought that was a bit suspect. A bit sus, as my kids say. Yeah. I mean, Malady was sus from day one. And she took advantage of me, Hallie, because, you know, I've had a girlfriend die of shock attack. I've had another one you know, that got super famous and I just, and because of me and I, I just kept telling, you know, that my old lady friend Jen Hatmaker and I was just like, okay, we can't do this. You're obsessed. And, you know, Becky DeBupo, whatever happened to her. And then I just really can't do this anymore, Hallie. I just want to be in a relationship with a Christian God-fearing woman who isn't going to be taking advantage of me. Well, it's out there for you because the Bible promises us that God is preparing a perfect helpmate for you, and you're doing everything right, Gray. You're keeping yourself chaste. You're you're living. Um, you're staying sexually pure. You keep your eyes focused on Jesus and your heart full of what it's supposed to be full of, the things that matter most to God. You vote the right way. You work out. You're gorgeous. You're young. You're inspired. You you're you're well off. You drive a very cool, very cool cool car. Thank you. I saw your new trade-in. I don't even know what that is, but it looks like it's all armored up or whatever you uh, call it. Oh, that's a Ford F-350. Oh, cool. Which reminds me, Hallie, you know, I even thought maybe I just won't date for a while. I don't need a girlfriend and I'll probably just get a motorcycle because in a motorcycle, I'm kind of getting all the things I need from a lady friend anyway, which oh, yeah. is, you know, freedom, mm-hmm. Freedom of expression, mm-hmm. support, support, mm-hmm. someone to help me get to where I'm going, mm-hmm. uh, which Melody Melody was not doing. A a, a a warm heater, exactly something to sit on when I'm feeling depressed. A hot engine, and really just all those, you know, something American, definitely. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So you're going mean, to want Melody a Harley, a, not a Honda. Melody had a weird accent anyway, Hallie. And, and she it? always said I was, she, I said, where are you from originally? You know, I love to ask people that. Where are you from originally? When I get into a cab or something, uh-huh. you know, I'll say, where are you from originally? Uh-huh. And she would say, oh, I'm from, I'm from United States. And I would say, the United States? Nobody says they're from she the United said, States. I'm from United States. You say America. If and I'm not good here. at accent. Well, I mean, I am good at impressions, but I'm not great at accents. But she would go like, oh, I'm from, uh, I'm from, uh, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm from United States. Oh, is that what she sounded like? From, uh, something like that. Like, from, from, from United States. I'm the United States. Like that. It was like, oh, it was like up here. Was it down here? Was it like this? Did it have that? From United States. Did it have that glottal fry like that? Like everybody has a glottal fry now. Yeah, it was like that. From United States. From United States. Nobody from United States will say that. Or from United States. And I would say, what's your favorite? What's your favorite baseball team? Because you know, people from the United States love baseball, and she would say Cubs. She wouldn't say the Cubs. You can't. You got to have the article in front of the word Cubs. It should always be dropping the the. You know the the. That's a dead ringer for a foreigner. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. And so, yeah, Hallie, that's that's me in a tea kettle right now, as they say in Australia. And 
I do think the silver lining is I made a great new friend from Agent PJ Plappinger, mm. and he and I and Clay are actually, this is really cool, we're going disc golfing this weekend because I guess he has to come to Indianapolis to file some of the court documents because I am going to be testifying in a federal criminal trial. You are? If they can find us. <gasps> with the whole thing and everything and That's, a big courtroom with a full audience and a jury oh. and a bailiff and a judge and the woman playing her tiny piano? Yeah, Allie, I can't wait to absolutely go off. I am going to go off, Hallie. You got to get if, in there. If I ever get face to face with her again, I'm going to go off. Oh, I hope you go off. And I'm going to just, yeah, I, I'm just going to show them all the pictures of the cool stuff we did and be like, she stole it, she stole it, she stole it, she stole it. Bye. You know? That's in the Big Ten, baby. The Ten Commandments, you know, stealing was uh, so personally despicable to the heart of God that he put it on the tablets. And, and, and when Moses carried it down that mountain, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that was A, number one. A, number one, a number one. is don't kill babies. Uh, a, number two, is don't um, covet your neighbor's wife. And after that, it's stealing, you know, robbery, yeah, grand theft auto, ones. and whatnot. Well, well, Hallie, anyway, that's me in a nutshell, and I'm just deranged, depleted, uh, discriminated against, unfortunately, always, and um, and destitute oh. now. Well, I mean, I, I get paid on Friday, so I should be fine, but... This is what wicked women will do, and it's been this way since the Garden of Eden, and it grieves the heart of God. Well, what's going on with you, Hallie? I don't want to spend too much time on this depressing turn of events, even though I will get even, and Malady, if you're listening, I will find you, but I will say uh, I've kind of missed out on what's, what's going on with you this week. Yeah, guess what, Malady, if you're listening, it's over! It's over! It's over! Or in, in terms you'd understand, Malady, it's over. Oh, it's over. What accent is this? It's over. Oh, did I mention maybe she spoke that way because she was always in a neck brace, too? Did I tell you that? Is that she right? She never took it off. What, did she tumble downstairs or at car accident? What's Where's, the deal? I think she didn't have one. A neck? Right. She's a no-neck. Yeah. It grieves the heart of God. Hmm. Well... You know, I don't want to uh, turn the focus on me, uh, certainly, because, you know, uh, y- you're a man and we should, you know, focus on keeping you in a good place. But I, I- would love to talk more about it, but, uh, to, you know, Agent PJ Plavin just said, I can't say too much, and I've probably already said enough. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. I'm, I'm under a gag order from PJ Plappinger. Well, if I might offer you a really quick word basket of encouragement, Gray, I just want you to know that any woman in her right mind who's not a, a thief and a swindler and a and a rascal and a, a rapscallion and a street tough uh i think most women would take one look at you and they would say oh wowie zowie like dino 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 tongue rolling out of their face rolling back up like a fruit oh, roll nice, up Holly. eyes popping out steam coming out of their ears like wow 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 wowie because you're not just a gorgeous, fit, well-off young fella. You also are a man who just sort of like supernaturally knows about women. I think you know uh, about the nature of women more than even women do. Oh, I think that's right. You give good advice. You tell women how to live, how to dress, how to be, how to you know stay in their lane, frankly. Totally. And um, you're going to come across a woman who's going to love that, who's going to love to be submissive to you as the head of the household. And it's, it's, it's going to be great, and it's out there, you know? I mean, God... Uh, uh, promises us a 
especially you as a good and upright, godly man, he promises you a helpmate. And she's out there, Grace. She's out there. I know she is. Thanks, Hallie. You know, speaking of ladies, and I don't want to turn this into a, you know, a woman bashing <laughs> session, but, you know, that would be quite biblical of us. So here we go. Yeah, um, and ladies are not on the top of my list right now. I can tell you that. Oh, they're the worst. I'm moving them to the bottom of my list, maybe forever. It's been this way since the Garden of Eden, and it grieves the heart of God. I can't say it enough. But um, just along that same, along the same lines, I feel like women in this country just destroyed the midterms. And I'm uh, beside myself, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, the midterms. I, You know, Hallie, I've been so wrapped up with this whole malady thing. I didn't even check the results. How did we do? Well, it's easy to live in Indiana and not really have to worry, you know. Right. Because you can straight ticket vote. That's it's one of the few places you can do that, which is great. Right. I just take a big black pen and run it down one side of the ballot and turn it in. See? And, you know, we, we basically, abortion is gone forever Great. Um, in Indiana. It's the heartland. It's God's country. And uh, it just seems like women in other parts of this country are, well, the bane of our existence, and they're an abomination to God, because it looks like, you know, we were expecting this big red tidal wave, you know, for the GOP to just gobble up the entire country, and it just didn't really turn out that way and i blame women i just love that i was thinking of it as the red tide which i think is such a good thing you yeah know, when cool. you call something a red tide and also I, I was thinking the red sea you know swallowed up all of pharaoh's army i was mm-hmm. like here we go so how did it go well ladies need to get to the red tent if you know what i mean <laughs> meaning do what the bible says and get out of town every time you're on your period hallie we which, don't need to talk about that which is what you know the women of this country want you know they 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 want to be taken over the oval office the senate the house the everything the supreme court or whatever because evidently we want a bunch of pms people uh with the codes to the nukes but uh I just feel like um, it's sort of, I, I call it um, choice paralysis, you what, know? What do you mean? Or, or maybe, where did I pick that up? It's the idea that like less choice is better. Um, and, and I feel like this applies to the midterm and all this like, uh, you know, uh, pro-choice nonsense that people are talking about. I kind of call it the um, supermarket syndrome where I'll stand in an aisle at the supermarket and because it's super, you know, this particular market, um, there's a hundred cans of white beans. I'm, I'm looking for a can of white beans for a recipe and I get supermarket syndrome, which is I'm standing there with choice paralysis. There's a hundred different cans of white beans. Right. There's a hundred different types of diapers. There's a hundred different types of jams and jellies. And it makes it so difficult, Gray. It just makes it so difficult. And I would think that the women of this country would appreciate it if somebody was taking some of the choices off their plate. It makes life easier, you know? Right. So you're saying, so the midterms, they that the women want more choices. But, you know, choice paralysis is totally true. I mean, I've got, well, 
what I end up doing, for example, like with protein powder, there's so many different kinds. I just get one of each mm. and, and then I kind of mix them together in a big, what I call just kind of a big master protein powder mm. that I put in everything. Mm-hmm. But you're saying you don't actually like this, this idea of too many choices. Yeah. I mean, what I do usually like with the Halloween variety candy things this past year with the kids, what I do is I just take one of every single one to eliminate my choices. You know, sociologists and psychologists and scholars say this is good for everybody. You should wear the same clothes every day. So you're not like wasting time trying to put together an outfit. Uh, You know, that way I think you can keep your mind on God. But here are these women in this country. They want all these choices. They want to... uh, put their agency and their autonomy and their individuality flying it in the face of God. I mean, God has been very clear that women are to be submissive, subservient, and um, uh, what's another subword? Uh, so, submarine, submarine sandwich. And uh, women don't want to do that. They want to take charge. They want to be in control. And it's just not worth it, honestly, because you can, you know, okay, so you get a little agency and you get a little autonomy at what cost? At the, at the expense of your soul burning for all eternity in, in hell? I mean, the Bible says, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If the cluster of fetal cells cause you to sin, suck them out. Or no, opposite. Uh, 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 Keep uh, those in. Uh, yeah. Uh, shoot those right back in there and uh, let them incubate and uh, be happy about being a meat incubator. And then you have less choices because then really the choices or what you can keep it or you can give it up for adoption and awesome it's, choice it's an awesome choice and i i think you're right hallie this isn't even from the christian perspective you're saying that choice paralysis is real mm-hmm. we just want to take one of those choices off the table to make it easier for everyone mm-hmm. so if you know like hey i can either have this baby or i can give it up for adoption then you don't even have that third fourth fifth choice or whatever they're doing now of saying hey i want to you know suck it out or give it up or grind it up or, or make it into a cosmetics or you know do ivf or any of that stuff i think that it's more important that it's just like hey you got a a b a or B, you can do one or the other. And, we're, and, and that's not a Christian thing. That's just a choice. That's just eliminating your choices thing. Let's eliminate some of the choices. Think about a multiple test, a multiple choice test. If there's only an A or a B, you're going to be right 50% of the time. In this case, you're going to be right 100% of the time. That's pretty cool. See? Well, you I know, didn't know there'd be math on this, so I didn't pick up on any of that, but I'm sure you're right. You know, it's also interesting, Hallie, to think about it from the perspective of we are pro-choice. We are pro That's the right cool. choice. That's right. And there's only two. We're trying to give you the both right choices. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And we're not going to give you any sex education because what's that doing? It's teaching you how to fornicate. Right. We're That's not going to do that. We're going to preach abstinence only. And then when you know hundreds of thousands of teens get knocked up because of that, then we'll say, okay, well, now we have an awesome opportunity to be pro-choice. Here's your choices. You know, we always talk about it. We always talk about how believing in Jesus Christ is not intellectual suicide, That's and it right. really isn't because. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to get deep here for a second, just wow, okay. into, okay. just into the apologetics, Hallie, awesome. because there's one thing we don't do is apologize. That's because right. one thing that I love to think about is we have free will. 
that is one of the greatest gifts that, that God gave us. He doesn't say, you have to believe in me. He says, he has your choices and you clearly see the best one. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And so I want to just say that wouldn't it be awesome if people could think about this this whole abortion argument as by taking one choice off the table, which is killing your baby, mm-hmm. we are basically giving your free will this awesome choice, mm-hmm. which is to always be right. Mm-hmm. Your free will is what is going to give you these two awesome choices, either are great. <laughs> See, I don't think we always get as scholarly as we are right now with people. And I'm glad that they get to hear you talk about things like apologetics and how it, it, it means we don't apologize for our faith. And I don't think a lot of women get to hear guys like me talk about women in this way because they're like a lot of women aren't even getting a guy in their life like me who's going, hey. I'm giving you two awesome choices right now. You know what I mean? Totally. And I don't think a lot of podcast listeners are hearing people talk about apologetics and exit Jesus. And I'll tell you what, guess what? Maybe we're turning into a a, a, a scholarly podcast, but you know what? Exit Jesus is, is good too, because we don't exit because we've got Jesus, you know? That's right. Um, and so we're staying here and we're going to make sure that um, y- you believe and behave exactly like we do so that you can be as happy and successful as we are and so you can be with us together forever in heaven praise and him you exit jesus you enter hell see and i hate to get political on here because you know i'm not a political person you know i don't miss an election just because simply because it's so simple that i'm a single issue voter and i just go you know that's right to take away people's um you know uh, rights as they would call them um but I was writing about this this week on my blog, on my oh, um, blog. Purpose Driven Wife blog, blog. Um, and I, I titled the essay, Adapt, Don't Shop, and oh. I thought that was really clever because I was just making an argument for you know giving your child up for adoption or just throwing it into the foster system or whatnot, rather than um, you know brutally uh, uh, slaughtering it uh, by terminating a pregnancy. And, you know, so it's adapt, don't shop, meaning don't shop around for choices and for other options for your life, like being able to become educated, get yourself out of poverty, you know, learn to take care of yourself and, you know, get into a situation that would be appropriate to bring a child into the world. Don't shop around for stuff like that. Just have it and then, you know, uh, throw it to somebody who wants it. That's right, Hallie. And, you know, I've always said the sort of operative word in women's suffrage is suffer. You know, mm-hmm. so we've really that we are suffering from from the choices that women made this election, apparently. Yeah. And honestly, it's our path. It's what God cursed us with in the garden, that we would have suffering in childbirth, that we would have suffering with menstruation, and that we would suffer in having uh, our only desire be for our husband. And it is suffering, and and we need to embrace it. Uh, What would make heaven so great if we didn't spend our entire earth life, you know, here where we don't belong, in in abject suffering? Then then heaven wouldn't be special or neat or great. It is true, Hallie. And sometimes I really think about this, and I said this earlier in the episode you know this is not our home Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day this this midterm stuff and and the politics it really doesn't matter it doesn't matter so for people like us 
you know, we Nothing we can matters. just you know okay. we can we can just really kind of roll through this, knowing that our promise and our reward is in heaven. Right. But <laughs> the people here can deal with these these choices that they've made. Right. And they're like, "Well, you're taking away my rights," and I'm like, "Well, that's not my problem. I'm headed for heaven." You know what I mean? And my kids have brought that up with me. They have asked me, like, Mom, do you really think that that's emotionally healthy to constantly be telling us that we don't belong here, that we're aliens, that our home is in heaven, that earth is not our home? Like, shouldn't we feel a part of this place and have this life and have meaning here? And I say, absolutely not. And I'm not making this stuff up. It's in the Bible. Hello. And, you know, my son Day is always pushing back when we have conversations (sighs) about this exact topic. And he says, Mom, how is it that you feel okay deciding on your standard of uh, sexuality or anything, your standard for reproductive rights, and that works for you? Now, where do you get off saying, and now I'm going to impose this upon every single other person who exists in the entire planet, regardless of their background, their income, their education, their customs, their culture, their age, their anything? Like, how can you apply your standard that you've decided for yourself to every single person who's ever lived? And then turn around and say, well, this isn't my home. I'm out of here. He's my son. Day is like, isn't that disingenuous to, you know, uh, uh, try to manipulate, control the world that these people, if it's all they have. And you're like, well, I'm not even here. I'm out of here. And I say, well, (laughs) A, it's the best way to live. So they're going to thank me later. And um, and B, I. I'm being in a light in the darkness. So saw me in half. You know what I mean? It's like giving somebody a winning lottery ticket and then they take a big poo poo pooey on it. A pooey a poo on the lottery ticket. That's like right. like when you won the seven seven grand lottery ticket and someone turned around and just said, I'm gonna poo on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They you just, don't do that. You they don't just poo on toss a, it aside exactly. the way these liberals want to toss babies <sighs> into the dumpster. And, I hate that. But my Sunday he says, Mom, <sighs> you know, a lot of the teachings of Jesus are very specific specific to the people who are following Jesus. These are prospective, prescriptive, you know what I'm trying to say. No, I really don't have any idea, but. Well, he was saying that uh, Jesus' teachings apply to Jesus' followers. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. But then when we realize that everyone who's not following that prescriptive way is uh, burning the place up and sending it to hell in a handbasket, well, basically what we got to do is set everybody straight before we peace out of here. You know what I mean? (laughs) Anyway. I wish people, more people would say, hey, where are you from to me and to Christians? Because then we could say, we are from heaven. Uh Uh-huh. You know... Why don't you think we say the heaven? Like we say go to the hospital or the Cubs, like you said before, or the Ukraine. Why, why do we just say heaven, you know? I know. You'd think we would say the heaven the, because it's the only one. It's not like there's more than one. It's the heaven. Right. Any hoodles, the uh, Adopt Don't Shop blog post is going great, and people are oh, responding. I'm getting so many really comments. good. People are putting up all these dog pics on the comments, and I love it because I just, I'm a dog person. I think they're God's special creatures, and uh, a lot of people are saying, uh, wait, so did you adopt your children, and did you adopt your dogs? And I said, nope, <laughs> I shopped in both cases. Did a little uh, IVF shopping for my offspring, and 
boy, did I pay a pretty penny for my dogs, Gray. I don't oh, know really? if you realize, because you're not a dog person, but my Frenchies and my Corgis, I, my Corgis were upwards of two grand. My Frenchies were in the five grand range. Really? Yes. Do you know, these are like, they're status symbols, frankly, and they're little sweethearts, but boy, have I shelled out some money. But it's because I found some great breeders down in Brown County. And, uh, you know, I feel like it, it's status symbols are good in the same way, you know, that uh, Erwin Rafael Manuega has a fashion McManus. line. I have these fashionable dogs, you know, so that people can understand just how cool God is. Well, 10 grand for dogs. That's almost as much as Malady took for me. Oh, we should troll her online. I hate her. Online Christian trolling. We're marked. As to war. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.